0: Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second-level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You've got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level. To the second level. A Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's your host, Aton Shander.
1: Well, we have hit a Friday in the week, and I don't know if you're back to counting now. I feel like a lot of people around the country are slowly getting back to a calendar, slowly getting back to what could seem to be a work week, if you will, heading into the weekend. And, you know, this whole thing about the NBA returning and the time in which it does with this baseball stuff looming in the background, they are doing everything possible to just yell and scream like the forgotten child. Don't forget about us. We're still here. We're still here. The NBA is back. The NHL is back. And now as you see the NFL moving forward with so much just on the plate with individuals and coaches, allowed to return so even with the NHL players voluntarily returning next week the NBA with a plan in the early part of July to get a couple of these preseason games going there is a feel if you will that Major League Baseball is still going to have some problems that Major League Baseball is still going to struggle and limp their way to the finish line. And it would just typically be Major League Baseball to do that. So we've got the NBA and some questions that I have for you regarding the return of the NBA, specifically some storylines that were pretty important before this whole thing went down. And I'm in a city with a big storyline that was national because it could impact two people, that could be finding jobs next year from philadelphia and speaking of which kevin durant in the news we'll get to that coming up this hour as kd expanding his horizons a new owner in professional sports would be kevin durant and i'm excited because i might be able to hang and see kevin a little bit more here in philly i'll explain trust me there's a method to this madness we're live on the channels i'll tell you all about that next
0: is in the building <laughs> You're listening to the second level, presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander.
1: So I do wonder now, with the return of the NBA, how this impacts a couple of storylines, some pretty big storylines heading into this playoffs, if you will. And I'm curious mainly because when I look at what's happened here in Philadelphia with a couple of major figures involved, And we do have odds right down to making the playoffs. Points bet actually has put out some odds of teams making the playoffs. These are all the nine or below seeds, including actually Memphis, who's thrown in there as well. Orlando is not, mind you, because it's pretty much a lock that they're in there. But of the seven teams, there's only one that is truly an odds-on favorite. So we'll touch on that this segment. But – Just looking at a couple of big storylines, the first thing I wonder is how much are we really going back to normal? How much is the return to the NBA really a return to this season and all of the things that were at stake this year? Because I don't think you can really look at – The return of this season and no and really wait so much on it specifically like a champion will be crowned and you're going to have all the major players back in there. And there is no indication to really believe that this is going to be some sort of cheapened or shortened type season like we'll get to coming up at the bottom of this hour with baseball. So wouldn't it stand to reason that if your job was on the line, let's say before this whole thing stopped due to the pandemic and the virus causing the season to just be put on hold and eventually just swept under the rug outside of these eight play-in games, if you will, seeding games. I would think that you really could only make your situation worse. I mean, it's kind of like the lose-lose scenario you get in preseason football, right? You go out there as a rookie or as a new quarterback from a different team, and you play outstanding. Oh, come on, it's preseason. What do you really want me to take away from this? You play horrible. Well, yes, it's preseason, but my goodness, you can't even play well in pre. You had four or five series going up against twos and threes, and you couldn't complete that pass. It's lose lose, and I feel it's the same way right now for a couple of teams that are swirling around uncertainty. And I'll give you one right here in the East. In fact, if you really look at the standings right now, the best team in the East that could lose their coach after this year would be the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, you can debate just how good they are based on what you've seen this year, but I can tell you that it's either going to be really, really, really good for them that they play their games in the same arena, or it's going to be really, really bad that they're out of Philadelphia, a place that they won every game but two, and then were atrocious, abysmal, when it came to being on the road. I don't think Eric Spolstra's job is in jeopardy. I'll make the same statement for Brad Stevens. Nick Nurse, pretty good. Last I checked, Nick Nurse ain't going anywhere unless he wants to, at least for another year or two. He's got that locked in. Kawhi left. His job security didn't dip at all. Brett Brown locked himself into the playoffs. His boss, Elton Brand, the general manager, overseeing this, locked into the postseason. But there's been a bunch of history. There's been a lot of frustration with this team not advancing past the second round. Even down to reports coming out that if they don't make it out of the second round, jobs, not one, not Brett Brown, not the head coach, but jobs are in jeopardy. So if, in fact, you just look at this, Sixers come back, maybe they even improve their seeding, finishes the fifth seed, take on Miami, they get out. Now, all of a sudden, they get stomped in the second round, kind of what we expected for this team. I don't think the same scenario will play out for Denver or Utah. I don't think, and again, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that there wouldn't be, I mean, it would take probably a sweep in the first round to take a long, hard look at Mike D'Antoni. Dallas, we know it's a very young and fluid situation. Memphis, similar, you know, you could look at Memphis and maybe say, okay, it's time to take that step up, but they already did that when they fired their previous coach. So you're looking at Taylor Jenkins right now, I guess, is somebody who might be on his way out, but here he is in his first year making the playoffs. The only way he'd be out is if they upgraded. You have teams that don't make the playoffs that are hovering. That's different, right? It's a little different. But with the Sixers, I think that it's actually made things worse. And if you want to apply this, to other teams, there aren't many in the NBA playoffs right now. Lakers, Clippers, for example, Bucks, Celtics, Heat. There aren't many teams right now that are facing a, if you don't get out of this round, your coach is out. I know there's been heat on Nate McMillan. But I don't think it's in the same situation that you can find. I mean, Terry Stotts, is that going to happen? Portland wasn't even in it. So I do think that there is a lot at stake for those people who are looking either as their job was on the line or they were playing for a lot. That, I, I honestly don't think that goes away in this small playoffs that we get. I don't think that it truly turns into something different. Just because we're all playing at Orlando. Are there no fans? Or this wacky home court where you get the better hotel and you get to bring your hardwood down to Orlando. Okay. I think the bigger question is, what happens to a team? And again, I'll use my squad here because I think that it's the best case scenario here for an example of a team making the playoffs and firing their coach. In fact, I'd take it a step further and say you could pretty much lock in if Brett Brown goes, Elton Brand's gone too. Deservingly or not, that's a different conversation. That's a more local conversation. What I'm telling you is the pressure and the focus and the amount of money that is being put into this team, if they can't get out, if they can't find a way to even get out of the first round, I don't think it's going to be a matter of an excuse that things were shut down. I just don't think you can do that. I don't think that you can get away with any fan base saying, whoa, hands up, look, look, come on, we tried. Look, you know, like the chefs at the end of the cooking competitions, working, and working, and working, and time, hands up, like, did everything I could. Man, I should have just added a little more garnish on the side of that plate. Or maybe I shouldn't have buried that uncooked piece of meat under the risotto. But hands up. I did all I could. And thats I don't think that's going to fly for any team that's under a lot of public pressure to make a change. Now, the other angle of it is health. And the other angle is how healthy are guys going to be And if that actually is the case where you're getting people back, and I don't know the extent of Kevin Durant nor Kyrie Irving, but I anticipate a Kyrie playing. Same thing here with the team that I mentioned with Philadelphia. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, constant issues and questions surrounding their health. This is a long time off that you don't normally get. Other guys, other players that you can point to, team that you root for, Source of frustration, injury prone, banged up, or maybe it was just an injury that derailed a lot this year. And you think it's a matter of just getting back and being healthy. And if Portland can pour that into their fan base, if Brooklyn can do the same, so be it. But what thing you have to have is a level of accountability where if guys were hurt and they come back 100% healthy, there's no more of this lag. There's no more of, all uh, right, you just get out there, roll the ball out, and see what you can do. This is a full-on playoffs that we're going to experience. I don't think that there should be any asterisk or anything like that next to it. The season is grueling, yes, and normally you have the continuity of it, and you don't have this big of a break. And no, I'm not going to compare it to the Olympics, let's say, in the NHL, but we've seen breaks before extended breaks before in a season without having to throw an asterisk next to it. And what would the argument truly be? We'll get to this point's bets odds coming up of who's going to make the playoffs at Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show eight hundred two two four two thousand four. But if in fact right if, if you're just looking at this from an accountability and really from a health standpoint then guys should be able to just slide in, play at a high level, and that shouldn't factor in to any asterisk or any, if anything, it should push to removing it. If anything, the fact that we've had this break, and there is way more of an equal playing field because bodies were able to rest up, the talent level is still there. It's not like guys forgot how to shoot. It's not like guys forgot how to play. Nothing like that. I, I mean, I think if you really want to look at this season, we're back. That's all. We just had a small break, but we're back. Odds to make the NBA playoffs according to PointsBet Sportsbook at PointsBet USA: Suns are plus five thousand. You could work your way back up. Spurs at plus twelve, Kings at a thousand, alongside the Wizards. Portland now at plus five hundred. New Orleans at plus three fifty. And then Memphis, of course, in the clubhouse right now is the leader at minus 150. That's not bad. That's not terrible value, to be honest with you. I was expecting something a little higher, maybe like 180. But the value is really in Memphis and New Orleans. Portland is going to make a push, and they're going to try and justify, and maybe this is like that mentality that you have in college basketball. Every now and again we see this, right? where it's like a long-shot, at-large team, USC gets in, O.J. Mayo, and everybody's like, come on, man, that, that team didn't deserve to be in there. You know they didn't deserve to be in there. I don't know why I went with O.J. Mayo first, but I'm just saying, uh, randomly, USC team or any other team, but just an at-large team at a power conference that you have to scratch your head. Why are they really there? Is this about bias, conference bias, what have you, but they shouldn't really be there. And then what happens? They reel off one, two, maybe they get stopped in the Sweet 16, but they prove that they should be there. And it's all hindsight, of course, and we have the benefit of looking back and saying, man, I was really wrong about that college team. That's the only thing that might fuel Portland right here. The only thing that might truly fuel the Blazers is this belief now that they're subscribing to that the whole world is against them because they don't really deserve to be there They push for this nonsense, even though the team voted against it. That might be a motivating factor. I just don't know if they have the talent to do so. If you want to take a long shot, the long shot would be on the Spurs or Kings. I'd stay the heck away from the Suns. Plus 5,000. It's just because Phoenix is there. That's all. That's why they're just there. It's a ridiculous number. Wizards aren't doing it. Wizards technically are only a half game on the other end of that line that would determine if you're even eligible to play in for the playoffs. They're not going to catch the Orlando Magic. Grizzlies, I think you, you have to roll with Memphis, but I would say at plus 350, it's very difficult to turn that value down. At Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. LeBron James versus Laura Ingram. There's a lot with this needs to be unpacked, yet it's a very simple solution. You can't keep being shocked every four to eight years if you're just trying to touch this thing and cut it off at the head. I'll explain coming up. It's the second level.
0: Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander.
1: All right, one thing that we have to talk about, unfortunately, is what's going on with Major League Baseball. We'll get to that in 10 minutes. Just in case you don't know the schedule, training camp June 30th, July 7th is when everybody goes down to Orlando free agencies October 18th, because the season will be July 31st through October 12th, if need be. Training camp and everything, and then December 1st looks to be opening night. It's a little more fluid. But beyond that, as I mentioned, the story regarding LeBron and, and Ingram and I see Jamal Adams, the latest, to respond to that. So I'll explain why. And we'll also hear from Adam Stern. Adam Stern. Jeez. Adam Silver about this whole playoffs and why everything remains the same and why there won't be any asterisk or anything regarding a change in perception of what we are actually getting. It's not anything new. It's not anything perverted. It's not anything different or even being accused of such like in Major League Baseball. Now, I've been, as you may have been following along with the weather and all, dealing with the Northeast has just been a crazy hotbed of storms and trees and power lines and everything going down. So if you look at the... Signs that we've had from pandemic to protesting, turning into looting and rioting to everything now power is out in regions up here. There is good news. And this is good news for everybody out there. It's not just good news up here in P.A. and Jersey and New York. But if hot spots like New York City, for example, North Jersey, for example, And areas in PA, like Southeast in Philadelphia, of course, and Lesser in Pittsburgh. We have hit a milestone in this state. We are hitting the yellow phase today. So it's a big party in greater Philadelphia. The governor has allowed a new phase, a second phase And if you look at numbers that have come out from New York City to the Ozarks, people partying down there, it seems we have to wait another week, probably another two weeks on what's happening from the protests. But it seems even if you look around outside of this country, there is a growing debate in Italy that the virus has simply mutated to something lesser. Now, part of the belief in that. And I hate to be honest, but it's the truth in this argument. I don't necessarily know if it's the total truth, but it's the truth that they're trying to push in this argument from a scientific standpoint, is that the more a virus can feed, the dangerous it can get. The less it can feed, the more it can just wane off. So if you look at the percentage of population, especially elderly and more at risk, that unfortunately were devastated by this virus around the world, there is a growing belief that bodies are growing a little bit stronger to it, and there are less, and again, unfortunately, there are less people for this thing to bite and cling to. Asymptomatic carriers interacting with asymptomatic carriers is not spreading this at any major rate to the point in which, so far with data, again, that we have, and this could change, so far to the point in which it would shut something down. Even Adam Silver mentioned that. Other leagues have mentioned that, that if you're talking about asymptomatic carriers testing positive with other asymptomatic carriers, it's not enough to shut down an entire league. It's not enough to shut down a playoffs, even in an area like Orlando. So this is a good sign right now that areas like New York City opening back up, Areas like Philadelphia, north in the suburbs, hitting this yellow phase, which is the second phase, if you will. And it's all on this line to where we can move closer and closer to, yes, a healthy existence out and about and not have to worry so much about who you're interacting with and in what circumstance and conditions. But mainly the push is to get fans in some capacity back in the seats. Now, we know in Texas, for example, 50% is now allowed. So wherever your second phase or your yellow or whatever color your phase is, it's different depending on where you are, rightfully so, as it should be. This shouldn't be some universal thing where everybody around the country has to follow. There might be universal guidelines, which is nice, but actual implementing of them and moving as far as execution back into society getting back and reopening things should be done case by case but it's a very strong sign now for sports for our live surrounding sports that New York North Jersey and the Philadelphia region northeast area Massachusetts you can look at if you want to go a little bit more north into some bigger cities as well there's really only Boston up there but as far as that magnitude of size, good signs. We have to see. These things could change. It's unfortunate to say because you don't want to associate a virus with a political or social cause, but we don't know what data will come out and what the numbers will tell us after the last couple of weeks. But looking around at cities, specifically New York, I mean, that was at one point the hot spot for the eastern or western part of the hemisphere and the east coast. Like at one point, it was it. Now Brazil and some other areas, but New York City was that. June 8th, full reopening to the extent of whatever their middle phase is, things are moving in the right and proper direction. Which means, of course, that baseball wants a piece of it. How much of a piece of this pie is even left, I'll tell you. And also, this fight... Between Ingram and James.
0: Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander.
1: So, Major League Baseball is fired back, and this is the part of the program where I do you the service of talking about a story that's in our world, but I'm just reluctant. That's all humanly possible as I can be right now. Just I have given up interest, lost total interest in what they're doing, the back and forth. And here's the thing. I don't need them this year. I don't need Major League Baseball at any point right now because... It's not going to be like what the NBA did and the NHL did, which is find a way to market what they do best. They're still pushing the players, rightfully so, because they want money, are pushing for 82. Well, the league, the owners, are pushing for 48. A 48-game season is what Major League Baseball wants. How can you honestly expect anybody to take this season seriously if you're going from 162 to 48? If at, at that point, and then I go back to my idea that I had now for it seems like two weeks, I don't know. You don't need an actual season. The NBA did it right. The NHL did it right because they realized and recognized and then rewarded fans that their main product is the playoffs, especially the NHL. It's a forgotten sport way too often in the regular season, and then all of a sudden we become hockey experts and start talking about whether or not that was a goal and all these other nuances of the game because it's quadruple overtime in the Western Conference Finals because it's really entertaining and it's really compelling. Yet here, Major League Baseball is going back and forth and just chopping away and chopping away with no real sense of self-awareness. How are you going to do a 48-game schedule? Just throw everybody in and make it a playoffs. You can get about 48 games worth, at least for the majority of teams in there. There's just no reason. Yet you look at this stalemate and how they're trying to go back and forth, especially now with the other sports not doing anything different. MLB, they want to play somewhere between 50 and 60, but now, according to Jeff Passan, it's even lower. 48 games, prorated salaries, and the union is still pushing at 82. 82 versus 48. Remember, we were at 116. This thing is just a gigantic cluster bleep. And, of course, the players... Want the 82-game season to collect more than half of their regular salaries. And then pass in quotes a source that MLB has not come out and proposed a 48-game schedule yet. But <laughs> discussions on the manor focused on that number. I mean, come on. That's, that's the same at that point without somebody actually putting their name to it. They're going back and forth and trying to figure out if it's not 48, how they can keep it lower than 82 i don't think it i don't care but i don't think that we're at the point of just canceling and i think if people are just demanding for major league baseball to cancel and cancel they're just tired and frustrated and probably exhausted with all of this the difference would be how major league baseball can salvage versus trying to force this thing out March 26th, the short season, prorated salaries, we're there. But now, this whole thing is based on fans and the uncertainty of fans and how much money Major League Baseball, like the owners, for example, are going to lose on top of that. Please. This is ridiculous. Even Jeff Passan put in his piece, players could show up for work, but refuse to cooperate with things that would improve television broadcasts, like wearing microphones, agreeing to interviews, etc. That's why they're not under any real mandate to do that. So that's why Major League Baseball isn't just rushing this. All right, all right, whatever, whatever, we'll give you, you know 70 games or something like that. They need the players to sign off and actually be willing participants in it, not just reluctant. Because you can't control everything, especially in this short season. Can you imagine? I mean, think that through real quick. Think about how bad this looks right now for baseball and how much worse it would look. They finally get everybody back. They agree to sign on the dot. And now they're at some 56-game schedule. Players are upset. You know they're upset. They're coming out on their Fortnite feeds or wherever. People are not happy with whatever they agreed on. And now you're going to have some retribution. You're going to have some means in which the players are going to voice their opinion outside of their own platforms. Well, they're not going to pay us all this money. Then they're not going to get these interviews. I'm not wearing that microphone. No interviews. Can you imagine not having any interviews or any press like that following the games? It would be more awkward than not having fans in the stands. You can get over that. You already have. I'm sure if you've watched a bunch of sporting events, including the 20 UFC cards it feels like we've had. No fans. You can get over that from an optics and a visual standpoint. All of a sudden, these guys just being completely removed from the game. Totally foreign to everything. And basically just being there and present until the game's over and then they're gone. No interaction at all with the TV broadcast. That's going to be painfully obvious. That's going to be one that's, that will be difficult To get around. The season will not be canceled. I'll promise you that right now. As much as I would probably just like put it out of its misery. So we don't have to waste our time on this. I do recognize that it's a story. And it deserves attention. But my goodness. The season won't be canceled. Meaning they won't go from playing baseball to not playing any baseball. There will be some sort of baseball out there. But I do wonder if you can push the calendar. And that's where I always am fascinated by Major League Baseball's plan, which if I'm Rob Manfred and the owners and I get 82 games or I get the ability to get half of a season, maybe even less than that, but even if it's worst-case scenario from the owners and you have to pay out 82 games, push this thing back. Play. Everybody else is doing it, except the NFL, because they don't have to. Push this thing back. Who cares if you're playing baseball in December in Miami or baseball in December in Arizona or Houston? Who cares? Well, baseball, yeah, in New York or Boston or Chicago. Yeah, you don't want to play baseball in December or even October, theoretically there. But we've already gone past this moment of normalcy. We've already pushed past that line of normalcy. Now you can be creative. And the difference is that the NBA and the NHL, to be fair, the NBA and NHL had to be as least creative as possible. They could not come out with some crazy, wacky ideas. They had to keep things intact as much as possible in order to prevent the asterisk talk. In order to prevent Caddyshack 2 and the ice rink and all the other stuff, the amusement park built on a golf course, they had to avoid that. Because people would be talking about, nah, you didn't really par that hole. You just got around Randy Quaid in a hockey uniform. They'll be putting asterisks left and right. People are already trying to line up and do that, LeBron James' aside. Baseball is so worried about that, but you can't salvage a season. The season's over. You can't do anything about that to save 162 or 150 or 133 or 120. That's out. At most, you're going to pay out 82, which is half a season. Why not get creative? Why not think outside the box? It's two different principles. Does not apply. It would make things significantly worse for the NBA and the NHL if they went the route that very simply Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball should go. 800-224-2004. At Shander shows how you get me on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. We're live on the stream as well. It is a Friday, man, and I know it doesn't feel like that for a lot of people, especially if you're up here in the Northeast just due to the weather and all the other things that have been piled on. Jamal Adams was the latest who spoke out and says that Laura Ingram still has a job and she does not have a job or should not have a job. And let me preface this because whenever you talk and direct a statement that counters or challenges inside people in the echo chamber that you agree with, like ideally in a perfect world, I'd say, yeah, great, take her off the air. But I know just being in this medium for nearly 20 years, that doesn't work. The surface solution will always be subscribed to by 10 to 15 times more than the root issue. Why? Or solution. Why? Because the root solution takes a lot of work. The root solution actually does require sweat and energy and time. And none of these root solutions are going to be lived out on social media where all you need to do is just sign on egg account. You just launched on. There's no vetting of you and you can spew whatever nonsense you want. It doesn't force accountability. The problem with taking Ingram out or voting Trump out or all these other things that people point to and say, well, just get it rid. of. And look, I love Robert Littell. He's been a friend and a mentor and, and a great person to me for years. And I've watched him grow that. And and I disagree to an extent. It's not to the deep level. But if, in fact, we are just removing people from the top, we cannot be shocked when those people's followings don't go anywhere. This is not some Sun Tzu art of war. Where if you take out the right person up top, everybody else will scramble and flee. One thing that social media has reinforced to me, and I hope to you as well, is that if you are upset, rightfully so, at like LeBron James is, like Jamal Adams is, and like so many other people are, with the blatant hypocrisy from Laura Ingram to criticize LeBron, but then so basically back Drew Brees. By removing people who are spewing nonsense, who are spewing ignorance, who are not taking the time to even research a basic point, you are not removing the following. And it would take time and effort to address the following and try to pull people away from the opposite side of your point of view. It doesn't just have to be one side or one point of view, just in general. Censoring, removing, forcing somebody out, canceling Somebody, it's a great feeling to remove the mouth, but what you're doing is you're taking away a symbol and you're not influencing or changing anybody's minds who follows. And maybe that is, maybe we are past that point. And maybe Rob was right yesterday. Maybe there isn't any hope in his eyes for the 24 million people that would retweet a ridiculous video by Candace Owens. Maybe that is something that a lot of people have to come to grips with. It is too late. It is too late. But what I know in working in radio and before and during sports, I was Nashville working on a news talk station for two years as a morning show producer and sports guy. You just remove the head, another one's going to pop up. You're going to have to deal with the followers to truly change a root issue. Now, again, some people may say it's too late, and you have a right to think that. But just know that talking heads battling each other and one talking head getting removed. We're we're just looking at these people as avatars now. They are all our avatars. We find a celebrity. We find somebody who has a blue check. We find somebody who has a platform. And we say, that person thinks like me. That person maybe looks like me, acts like me, thinks like me. Whatever they do, that's how I think. I'm lockstep. Oh, they canceled him. They canceled her. Somebody else comes up, starts saying the same stuff. Maybe a little twist. Hey, you know, that sounds a lot like that other person. And that's how you go. That's how it continues. You can't just cut the head of the snake off and expect this thing to die. At Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show, 800 It's the second level.
0: You're listening to The Second Level, presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander.
2: All
1: right, second hour, chat with Anthony Gilbert of uh, Hoop Mag about the return of the NBA at 1240. Fake news before that. Julian Edelman's working out with Jared Stidham, just in case you're wondering who the quarterback will be. Looks like we're headed to the Stidham era. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in New Orleans where you've got two other guys who can throw the football. I can't imagine that there'll be any type of in-house issue or affront to that. But here, at least, when we're talking about the NFL returning and a major storyline, it's going to be the New England Patriots. I think this is probably... The biggest and most attention this team will get outside of Spygate. I even think there'll be more attention on them following Deflategate, which wasn't as big, at least when I was doing it, as Spygate because there were so many other factors involved and so many other quarterbacks that would come out and either agree with what Brady was doing with the football or to the Aaron Rodgers said he pumps that sucker up where it's like, you know, you over-pump your basketball. This is going to be one of the most bizarre seasons in the NFL following an off-season and really start of a year, calendar year, that has been forgettable at most. My goodness. I can't wait to see what the NFL has.
0: Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level. To the second level. A gal media property in partnership with Jacob Media, where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's your host, Aton Shander.
1: We've got a pretty busy hour, ambitious hours. We'll work in reverse. 1240 Eastern, Anthony Gilbert covers the NBA, Hoop Mag, and beyond will join us. And then before that, 1225 Eastern, we've got fake news with Ron Culver. And before that, we'll hear this cut that Ron thankfully pulled from Adam Silver. Speaking to the specifics, and this is where I'm focused on today, the optics of what the NBA slash NHL are doing versus this Titanic of a ship that is sinking with Major League Baseball. At Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. Ron's on Twitter as well, at Ron Culver with two N's. And live on all the other platforms as well, depending on where you are and how you consume us. One thing that we did talk about in just ending the hour and the Ingram versus James debate and kind of looking at things from the root of its issue not necessarily from the surface of it and again that's more and more of what's happening here with drew Brees. the continued fallout i mean honestly this this should have been one and done it's over there isn't any more that you're going to squeeze out of the drew Brees rock right now the guy's apologized multiple times he's going to donate a ton of money millions of dollars as you know people in that locker room will hold him accountable now as he said he will so this Charles Barkley weighs in everybody needs to weigh in whatever that morning show is on uh, ESPN or Fox maybe it's the other one they gotta weigh in they gotta weigh in it's gotta fill time now and you still talk about it you still talk about it and then you mask the conversation with well we're talking about serious issues and we're talking about systemic issues. But the problem goes back to the focus, just goes on Drew Brees. And fixing Drew Brees' mind is, is not a root fix. It's something that should be done. He's a celebrity. He's got influence. He can influence other people, absolutely. But he needs just it a little higher. Just, just a little higher. We'll hear from Adam Silver, who is back in full effect alongside the NBA next.
0: Beneath the surface, it's the second level presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander.
1: Well, Adam Silver gave a very interesting and informative cut on TNT about why they're doing what they're doing versus why something like the MLB situation won't be resolved and have anybody really happy about it. So one thing that the NBA mentioned is that they're going to tinker a little bit with home court advantage because they have to find a way to create some sort of advantage with the team that should be the home court, right? But unfortunately for... The NBA and the NHL, and all the other sports that were paused, and then they're back. You can't just forget, and you can't just bypass to next year. You still have to have some champion, you still have to get some closure. So, this was the big back and forth between Adam Silver, the owners, trying to figure out what type of structure and what type of presentation. They would have with the playoffs. Now, meanwhile, Major League Baseball is just slicing and chopping and hacking and slashing away at games like they can go 50 games or 48 games. And it doesn't even matter at this point where they are pretty much better off doing something outside of the box. But Adam Silver on TNT explains who he spoke with and why they didn't get all wacky and crazy when it came to the postseason.
0: And once the playoffs start, and this was a point made by Michael Jordan, you know, whose team, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, are not one of the 22 teams, but he's clearly the most respected voice in the room when it comes to basketball. He felt it was very important that after we establish the 16 teams, we not be gimmicky because there were a lot of proposals on the table to do unique tournaments and um, pool play like you see in international competition. And we took many of those proposals very seriously. But I think ultimately, and I I agreed with Michael, that there's so much chaos in the world right now. I mean, even before the racial unrest we're experiencing now, that let's, let's come as close to normal as we can. Not gimmicky.
1: Close to normal. And there are things going on in this world, even before the murder of George Floyd and the subsequent protests and other actions that followed. We were already needing something like a return to normalcy. Pandemic, the quarantine, stay-at-home order, all of that. We needed it, right? But we aren't going to just get something, again, like the amusement park version of sports. I don't think we want that. I don't think that there are people that want some sort of bizarre amusement park level version of of sports, I think people just want sports back. They want to be able to root for their football team, their basketball team. They want to be able to yell and scream and go at it with rival fans on social media. At Shander Show Twitch TV slash Shander Show, there is a story out of Bama. Now you don't have this coming up, right, Ron? Fifty kids. All right, I don't know if you've taken this and changed it in some capacity with Alabama.
3: Yeah, I made it Georgia.
1: Oh, see. You could have gone Alabama, well...
3: I guess maybe Auburn.
1: I was going to ask, what would be the most believable... Ole Miss, what would be the most believable SEC team? What's the team that you just look at and just... Missouri. Total, utter disarray. Yeah, Missouri. Missouri. I was going to say Ole Miss, but that's fine. Well, the story is at least five Alabama players test positive for coronavirus. According to reports... As many as 50 players were gathered on the field Wednesday and could potentially be subject to quarantine. Now, the good news is that you got know, a long ways away from any real action happening. So you do have time to quarantine and just basically sit through this. The players, however, and this is interesting here, that the players were gathering on their own. They were not taking part and then he organized team activity. As we know, the SEC is allowing people to return June 8th. So this was jumping the gun. Does it mean that every single time you're going to do this? No, but we already know that there is some pretty big risk if you are out and about and trying to limit exposure, knowing how difficult that can be. And you're not wearing masks or anything like that under your helmet. You're not running sprints or patterns or... Playing seven-on-seven with masks on. Maybe with a helmet, that's different, but not masks at this point. Probably not even that. These are voluntary workouts. Now, we also have to understand that this is not something that usually shows up right away. So, according to this report, I'm trying to figure out when this was specifically happening Because even the linebacker from Oklahoma State came out and said that he got infected after attending a protest. But he was at that protest like the day or two after or before, pardon me, he got tested. So I'm trying to figure out exactly when this happened. If it happened two days ago and these guys got tested and they showed up as positive hopefully all asymptomatic carriers. But if that's the case, then we'd have to look back at where they were before. This is not, it's more a matter of, did they spread it at that point, not did they catch it at that point? This is shortly after returning for campus, uh, voluntary workouts. We know that they were, oh, Wednesday. Okay, so this is Wednesday. Now, I don't necessarily think that we can definitively say, in fact, from talking to enough people that are way smarter than me in the medical world, I'm pretty confident in saying that it would take a little bit longer than that. Doesn't mean it's impossible, doesn't mean it can't happen, doesn't mean that these guys could not have got it from that Wednesday workout, but a lot of data would suggest that even as somebody who is asymptomatic, It might take a couple of days, like three or four days, to really show up. So if these guys were just at home doing nothing, not interacting with anybody, not going out and about, not doing anything like that to the sort, then I would say, yes, there's a strong indication right there, and probably case that you could make, that these kids got it somehow practicing, the voluntary practice. But... Until we see everything and go through it and talk to these kids or somebody, I'm sure doctors are talking to right? Hey, where were you? Were you at a party? Were you at a club? What were you doing? Were you at a house party? Were you at the Ozarks? Where the heck were you? And if it comes back, five already have tested positive. If 40, if a ton of these kids have tested positive now as a result, then you could look at sure – the indication of spread, but we also have to go back because I, I couldn't tell you. They couldn't tell you. There are questions that we don't have answers to. Like, who was the first person in there to get it? You don't know. You might know based on chronology of testing. Like, well, we tested player A, B, C, D. Yeah, you tested them in order, but that doesn't mean that they got it in order. So even trying to figure out if, worst case scenario, you had a bunch of kids in this area spread on this field, spread to others, and it's not just five, maybe it's 40, then that's where you look and, and try to control the situation from where were you, who did you contact with. And this is actually a nice little glimpse into what could happen if, in fact, we're down the line and somebody in the NBA or NHL playoffs tests positive. Baseball, I don't even know what happens right now, if in fact there's a season or not. I think there is, but let's just move on. So, according to these reports, 50 players right gathered on this field two days ago. If only four or five, it looks like at least five, have tested positive. And again, we don't even know the circumstances surrounding the positive test. The NBA will. So if... Russell Westbrook, let's say, and no knock on Russ, I love Russ, but his first name that came to mind. I don't know why. Test positive as an asymptomatic carrier. And you test other people immediately around him. Russell Westbrook, you know, is asymptomatic. He is not going to get sick. The people that are around Russell Westbrook have been tested. At the moment, they don't have it. Everything we have in front of us about fighting this virus would tell you that if you continue to socially distance, to wash your hands, to not touch Russell Westbrook. Now, again, is this just meaning that you're quarantined Westbrook? Yeah, probably. You still are going to have to deal with that reality. No player is going to shut down this league. Unless... It gets to a level of severity with a case that we really haven't seen in mass like that. If somebody gets truly sick, it would have to cause other people to get truly sick. But and again, we're talking about a business. If you remove that element, and if it's Russell Westbrook, man, asymptomatic can test positive, he's gonna have to sit. Okay. Well, let's test everybody else that he's with, just like they did with the jazz. That hasn't changed with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Marshall, that hasn't changed. So, in fact, looking at a ton of different scenarios where you can say a guy could test positive. Donovan Mitchell, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Marshall. A guy can test positive. A guy can pop up and be asymptomatic or a guy can look like he's got some symptoms of a cold. And test everybody around him. And if everybody else comes up negative, then there is no need to shut that league down, to quarantine everybody else. You do, however, have to deal with the player. And that will always go back to Barkley's statement about what happens if it is LeBron James. Like, how do you socially distance somebody? If that person is one of the most famous people on the planet, that has to be out there to drive ratings and interest and all, yet is an asymptomatic carrier of the coronavirus, do you set up rules? Do you set up LeBron rules? All right, LeBron, you've got the coronavirus. We have to socially distance. Nobody can get within six feet of you, but you can't get in. The, like you're out of the key, so you can't back anybody down. There's none of that. You can't take anybody off the dribble. You're out there to shoot jump shots and pass. You get a long rebound, you get a long rebound. Chances are nobody's going to go for that long rebound if you go up for it anyway. Sounds ridiculous, right? I don't know exactly how they would do that if we're talking about LeBron James. And he's probably the one player that would get that much attention. However, there's one thing that we just throw in here and we'll hit fake news next. LeBron missed the playoffs last year. LeBron was out of the playoffs last year. And guess what? We all are okay, right? We all survived. Fake news next on The
0: Second Level. So, can I ask you a question? Fake news with Ron. With all the fake news out there.
2: Don't believe those eyes.
0: It's on Shander to give it to you straight. Three stories, but only one is fake. It's true. I know it's a weird thought, but it's true. Can Shander spot the fraud? Here's Ron Culver. Friday.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been a quiet day for you, man.
3: Nah, nah, see, I got so much I need to do. I'm trying what's, to get out of here. What's going on here, man? You're You're just, just you know, editing this show, this show editing so that show. To,
1: not this show.
3: Jake nah, I, I'm not editing your show yet. No, nah, I haven't even touched Jake's show yet. That comes after your show.
1: Well, I appreciate that.
3: I got a bunch of other shows. I just you know, just trying to trying to get other, stuff taken I care it was just of one show
1: no it, man I, I mean uh, there's three sh- shows and- there's
3: three shows that I lend my my vocals to but there's a whole slew of shows that I take care of okay just curious you know what's the job of me
1: I was just making sure you know I, I didn't say anything that you were either trying to distance yourself from so we you wouldn't get in trouble or
3: well there's always totally that I mean I'm always gonna do that don't don't you worry I'll yeah. always try to distance myself from you
1: Um, Real quick, before before we get out of here, there is bad news coming out of the state where you currently reside in. Okay. Actually, why don't I just say this real quick, and then we'll talk about it 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 before we get out of here. COVID hospitalizations in Texas are rising. Texans' own database shows more yesterday than any day since at least April 8th, besides May 5th to 6th. And then there's a discussion about MLB. This is from a Twitter account that I saw, Henry Schulman. Well, we'll talk about that. But Ron has stories that are fake. That one's real. Or they're real. Well, and that one true. was fake. No, we no, never no. know. This one is real.
3: That one was real. Well, let's see if we can get some get a fake story out to you. Aton, I'm ready. Aton, yes. did you know that the NCAA has a heart after all?
1: I don't believe it.
3: Fake news. I know. They granted a waiver to Arizona State punter Michael Turk. So he's allowed to return to school after he went undrafted this past uh, April. So he goes undrafted. He goes undrafted. Even hired an agent. but he, And he went undrafted. Petitioned the NCAA to say, hey, I went undrafted. Weird set of circumstances. I wasn't able to work out for a team. So and the NCAA, his- the NCAA went, yeah, you know what? Special case. You're allowed to go back to college and play football.
1: Okay. Is this only a result of a special case? Meaning the NCAA has not drafted any legislation? Well, no, they like haven't
3: that. drafted any le- legislation, but this does set a precedent in somehow, some way. You would think... But yeah. And the NCAA some... has always been one not to set a precedent no matter what.
1: Correct. But wouldn't you think that— You could have that... a dying
3: grandfather. You can't go back and be near him.
1: That's the thing, though. The only precedent that's set here is COVID-related. Right. So you can't just say that you stubbed your toe or something or, you know, you locked yourself out of your
3: house for six months, right? Yeah. And have they done in the past where it's like, no, no, you can't come back, uh, you know, just train really hard, work out next year. Right. Absolutely.
1: And and then maybe people are looking at it thinking, come on, we can't keep this kid out. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Think about it. Let him go back to school. It took the world stopping on its access, Ron Culver, for the NCAA to even contemplate that. You want me to believe that there is true change coming from this organization? The NCAA has a heart, Aton. ton that, That's a tough one to believe. And even if we
3: weren't doing fake news, <laughs> this is a tough one to believe. All right. Uh, story number two a woman berates a mother for allowing her young son to drive a toy car without a license
1: how can you get in trouble for driving a toy car without a license
3: I'm just saying wait how much trouble is she in oh no she just yelled at her She's out there for a walk and just yelling at her like these kids are driving without a license. Wait, okay. I am I thought she was like in legal trouble. No, no. Well,
1: we don't know yet. Maybe. Somebody's filing a lawsuit or somebody is just uh, complaining. Is there a... Is, Once any, old lady sees video going viral. All right. So let's start over here. There is a woman with a kid and the kid is driving a toy car. Yeah. Now, is this like one of these...
3: Like one of those big like, electric you know, power cars, wheels. Big wheels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You had a power wheel bet, right? Big wheels. What do they call them?
3: Well, I didn't. I didn't. They didn't have those back then. No, you had back to do the Flintstone age. method. I, I had just... to do it myself. But exactly. I've, I, we, we do have. Uh, we had an Escalade for my oldest. that went down to my second, and then my youngest now has a Lightning McQueen power wheel car. Hmm. Yeah, he's awesome.
1: I do like that. Bullet. What's that? Is that from the? You said Steve McQueen. Bullet?
3: No, Lightning McQueen.
1: Oh, Lightning? I don't know what that is.
3: Cars. Cartoon. Disney. Ah, the got movie. It, it. It, you I'm
1: sure that's based off of the real Steve McQueen, though,
3: right? I uh, don't know. I what do you bet- think? Do you think Owen Wilson is like Steve McQueen?
1: Yeah, Owen Wilson is, is terrible. I, I can't watch Owen.
3: Well, he's, he's, uh, he's the voice of Lightning McQueen.
1: Yeah, I could see them doing that. I mean, what an insult to Steve McQueen and that movie, Bullet, which has probably the most famous car chase in the history of cinema, right?
3: Ah, and Bullet? I don't know. I mean, that's definitely... I mean, it's one of... It's up there. It's up there. All right. You know, my my go-to, the one I think about quickly would be like uh, French Connection. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. All right. Story number three. China just might be embroiled in another cover-up. This time it's an oil spill and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher the name of this province. Watch this. Xinjiang... Province, is it an X? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they pronounce that G right. Right. Jinjiang, Jiang? I don't know. But yeah, it's uh up there. They didn't they didn't report it right away, and then they waited they have, like two days. Wait
1: a second! You, you seriously? They didn't report it right away. Um, now I'm shocked.
3: Yeah. Oof. But I guess uh, it's from a uh, a nickel plant. I think that's what it? a nickel uh, nickel and palladium producing plant. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's not the Yangtze River.
3: No, 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 no. I don't know. I'm trying to find the river name. I couldn't find it. Okay. But it's the the province was. Z- and it's, this is like. X I N. It's not it's not the Yellow River. It's not the uh, Yangtze River. Not the okay. main rivers. It's like some other river, but. I guess it's an ecological disaster that's causing issues, and China just was like, "Mm, "That didn't happen."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that. To the point now, how bad and and severe this thing is, and the long-lasting effects, and if another country—well, we'll we'll have
3: to wait and see on that one, won't we?
1: Yeah, we've already been through that.
3: (laughs) I don't. I'm hoping it's not Wuhan bad. No, me neither. I don't think it's Wuhan bad, so. All right, so let's look at this. I think... Making it easy for you on a Friday.
1: I feel like story two is fake. Do you want to recap? No, we don't have time. We have Anthony coming up next. Anthony Gilbert. Hoop mag. I say story two is fake. You say story two is fake? Yeah, I believe story three to be the true. Story one, there's there's just some... There's just a small ring to it that I could believe.
3: Well, story two... They're playing. That's what the park is for. I never saw a car
1: in here. It's a it's a power wheel. It doesn't bother me. Of course. (laughs) I'm
3: I'm glad you said story too. This makes this part a lot better. You're not with it. It's not a real car. All right, we're gonna have to play that before we
1: leave. (laughs) Anthony Gilbert next, and then we're gonna have to dive deeper into that audio. What the hell was going on there?
0: You're listening to The Second Level, presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander.
1: NBA is back, and there are some small little home court advantage tinkerings going on here, but for the most part, it's a playoffs. Granted, will be at Disney World, but... Still, we're going to get a full playoff, so I don't want to hear any asterisks or anything like that about this doesn't count on LeBron's legacy. As we go out to the progressive guest line and welcome in great mind, not only in sports, but around the world in life, and that would be Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert. Covers all things NBA for Hoop Mag and beyond, NBA TV Canada, Philly's own. A.G., it's always a pleasure, my man. First and foremost, how you doing?
2: Hey, Tom, thanks for having me on, man. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I mean, in light of, you know, the country being on fire, um, you know, I've just been really taking the time to just kind of lay low and uh, absorb my uh, my mind with, you know, Every Everything, you know, it's, there's so much going on. I mean, there's a lot of news, there's sports, there's politics, there's there's just life in general. So, you know, there's just a, a million things going on.
1: And one thing that I've always admired about you, because I, I can't do it and, and I strive to do it and I try to, but every time we chat, you come with a point of view that is a seasoned one. It's, it's one of... Patience. It's one of taking things in, and it's one of having an informed point of view. And I'll talk about anything with life and, and sports. We could talk about Jordan versus LeBron or an Eagles quarterback issue. So, as you mentioned, when the country's on fire and we're dealing with issues that are way beyond sports, I, I just I can't imagine what you're feeling because there is probably a lot in you that wants to just react, but just knowing you, that's not how you are, and everything comes in, and it's very, the point of view is very reasoned, and the approach
2: is deliberate. Yeah, man, and and I I appreciate that. You know, I I always try to be a student of of every game, and, you know, just try to learn a little about a lot. Um, You know, and, and this world is beautiful because, of the people, and because of our differences, and uh, it's unfortunate that a lot of a lot of people don't see it that way. Um, you know, I, I just feel like we have to at least respect one another. You know, I, I think it would be a utopia if everyone could love each other and hold hands. Um, and, I, and I know that's far-fetched, but let's at least give each other. Common decency and respect, because what we're seeing now is um, is, is a cry for help, and and in some instances, it's actually uh, making change.
1: You you are you seeing it, or are you are you concerned that this change is going to be like the change we've seen in the past, where at some point. We're going to be on to something else, and not you and me, but the people that matter in trying to be the the vehicles of the change, not the ones pushing for it.
2: Well, I will say this. I will say I never thought that I would see a world that was comparable to the mid to late 1960s. Uh, I thought that was something that my parents experienced. And something that I learned about in school and and now it seems like you know we haven't learned from that time and and we're experiencing some things then so um there were changes that came out of that turbulent era um, there were some things that remain the same, so you know life isn't really fair, you know you can't win them all but i I do think we will get something um Heavy enough to, to to turn the tide. Uh, I don't think that we're going to get this, you know, magic wand. But I do believe that some things will change. Um, you know, and, and not just like lip service, kind of like the NFL, uh, who, in my opinion, has been very hypocritical uh, in in their stance. Uh, you know, it, it's just interesting. As much as I love. Pro football, I would rather them not say anything at all than to slap everybody in the face and talk about uh, diversity and inclusion and, and and peaceful protest when that hasn't been something that they embraced uh, in the form of Colin Kaepernick.
1: On the flip side, how do you see the NBA, especially when it physically returns, even if it's just watching guys? on the court in the, that first eight game period. But how do you anticipate the NBA being that vehicle of change with so many players who have not just tweeted, but have been physically out at protest, even physically helping communities as well, following when protests were infiltrated by rooter, looters.
2: Yeah. I, you know, the NBA is different. You know, they actually tried to, um, embrace their athletes in the form of like, Hey, we may not have the same experiences, but we do know that as a collective group, um, you guys are feeling this way. And we want to be a, a, a narrative and, and a vehicle to, to help get that message across. And, uh, not only, you know, just talking messages, but actually doing something and, and being a part of, uh, different communities around the world. And I think it's beautiful, you know, so that when they do get back on the court, um, people are going to be, you know, it, it helps with the healing process. You know, on one hand, that they've actually gone out and, and, they, and they've and touched the community and have touched down in the community. And then on the other hand, you know, getting back on the court down there at Magic Kingdom, uh, it, it'll give people a necessary distraction. And it'll give people something to talk about in terms of sport competition,
1: and uh, you know,
2: ultimately, uh, the NBA final.
1: Do you think that there will be, and, and maybe it's just on the whole LeBron train where you know there's going to be people out there fresh off the MJ doc, Anthony, and we're chatting with Anthony mm-hmm. Gilbert at AX Gilbert on Twitter, who will try to put an asterisk and, and knock this year down because it's not a full or a real year, but based on what the NBA did and how they're presenting these, these playoffs, I would think that there's no reason to put the asterisk next to it.
2: No, not at all. I mean, and if you do put an asterisk, the asterisk says this team prevailed under the craziest of conditions. Hey, you know, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think we have to flip it a little bit and say, "Hey, we got to we got to applaud this team."
1: <laughs> no, and, and so, you're onto something. Do you think that there is anything? All right, I, I am curious when you saw the breakdown of the alternatives to home court advantage, is mm-hmm. there going to be a sign like, with our team here in Philadelphia, and I know you cover the league, but you're based here in Philly. Sure. Is there really going to be a difference for Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, dribbling and, and moving on a floor that's their own as opposed to the Boston Celtics floor that was taken Hardwood by hardwood down in Orlando is that really going to make that big of a difference?
2: I think it's a great question and and as somebody who plays uh, basketball on different levels different the floors have different fields um and 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 I think it will make subtle differences to the players um as far as you know like getting to their spot or knowing where maybe some of the dead spots are and things of that nature, Um, it'll it'll be subtle. It won't be huge, monumental, like home court, but I I understand what they're trying to do in in the sense of like, hey, this this is a really unprecedented time and let's try to make it as normal and as close to the NBA we know and love as possible. Now, as far as like, Giving teams the ball, you know, at the <laughs> at the, the start of the second half, and you pick one player that gets seven thousand right. six. That that's gimmicky. I don't like it, uh, but I wouldn't mind having, you know, a team, you know, fly in their home court, um, and at least, you know, if you look at it economically, it's giving people jobs. So somebody here True. in Philly has to pack pack it up, you know, and and get it to the airport. So, uh, you know, we'll see. What about that seventh foul, though?
1: Do you automatically designate it to a hack artist, or do you give it to (laughs) a star player and and ask him to play a little more aggressive defensively? Like, how do you, if you do this as a coach, whatever team you want to choose, what would be the strategy to designate that one player with the extra
2: foul? No, I like where you're going. Um, I think everybody's initial reaction is like, perfect. Let's give it to the enforcer, right, you know? Right, uh, <laughs> The butcher, Scott Williams. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. But I think you got a really good point. You know, if you can designate it to somebody like a Joel Embiid yep. and say, hey, big fella, I need you to really hit the board. I need you to really block some shots and and, and make your presence known, and we're going to ride this, you know, foot. <laughs> For the rest of the season, that could prove very positive. Uh, so yeah, man, I guess the onus is definitely gonna be on the coaches and um and, and, and designate that that player if it happens. I'm praying that it doesn't, because that's just that's just too much.
1: Well the one thing that made zero sense to me was the hotel choice priority. Is there that big of a difference? But is it like days in versus the Ritz? I mean, and and then another question is: Let's just say hypothetically, the Sixers and Celtics open up in the first round. Well, Celtics would have home court, therefore they would get to choose the better hotel. If the Sixers upset the Celtics, do the Celtics then leave that hotel, and the Sixers get the better hotel? Like, how does this whole thing work?
2: Yeah, is it is it like is it like being on a chessboard? You know, like hey, move over, right. I took your pawn. Right. Um, I think that you know there's only a certain amount of five-star and four-star hotels. And, you know, teams like to kind of spread it out a little bit. They might have, like, a lot of guys on one floor. Or there's only a certain amount of suites. So I do get that. Um, you know, hey, if, if, you're, if your team has a better record, you know, they're going to get uh, preferential treatment. So, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, none of these things matter. Right, um, it, it does give us a little something to talk about and to be curious about. But the players want to play. Uh, a lot of them really want to get their mind off of, you know, the world right now, and they also want to help us uh, be entertained and, and 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 get back to, like I said, uh, a sense of uh, sense of normal. Because yeah, right you, now, you know, things absolutely. are upside down.
1: Absolutely, especially with what's happened in the last two weeks, Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert, Hoop Mag, NBA TV Canada, all things NBA. So let's end on this, A.G., and and truly appreciate Mm the time, man. How much do you think storylines, and I'll be specific, like a coach on the hot seat, and you could even take it as specific as here in Philadelphia because I talked about that in the opening segment in the first hour. How much do you think those stories are back, meaning – is the pandemic now an excuse for somebody to keep their job if their whole future was going to be predicated on whether or not they get out of the first round in the first place?
2: No, I don't think the pandemic is an excuse. I think it's just, I think people are kind of looking at it like, hey, man, this, this throw the whole thing away. You know, uh, people are just set up. Uh, especially if the Sixers can't advance beyond the second round. Uh, I think fans and, and, and potentially ownership alike will be like, hmm, we might need to go in a different direction. Just because this team, they have a window. And, and every year they don't make it to the finals. The window gets shorter and, and, and smaller. So, um, you know, the Sixers still need to address outside shooting. And, um, you know, we'll see what, what Brett Brown can do with, with this uh, – with this new tournament we got coming up in uh, in July.
1: Can't wait. Thanks for the time, man. Be safe as always. Appreciate you, A.G.
2: Anytime, brother. Thank you.
1: Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert will wrap the show next. And, yes, we're going back to that high-powered Tonka truck because I have some questions.
0: listening to the second level presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores here's Aton Shander
3: they're
2: playing. That's what the park
3: is for. I never saw a car in it's, it's a It's a power it's wheel just car, It doesn't bother me. What bothers me is you have a little kid in here just doesn't have a driver's license. He's just a little kid, <laughs> and you're
1: not with him. It's not a real car. I, I don't even know. This, that's why this could not have been real. Now, I still <laughs> am throwing a flag on this. Do we know if this thing was staged?
3: Uh, it because doesn't it was, look it doesn't look staged it doesn't no because what it looks like I mean, they're in a park in california i'm not sure where in California I think it's more san diego uh It looks like this uh lady is just doing laps around a track and, or on a concrete area um and her kids are just riding a bike, but it looks like they're in a an enclosed area so they like a a park type setting. And she's just filming her kids. And she, all of a sudden, she just sees this lady talking to her kids. And she's like, what? She's like, I can't believe they're driving in here. You know, and she's like, oh, they're just playing. I, I don't even know what to say to that person. That that
1: person <laughs> needs to sit in like some two-hour
3: class. Yeah, they, the woman uh, who has the issue, she's clearly pushing 70s.
1: Well, she should be old enough to know what a big wheels is, what a hot wheels is. I had a hot wheels, I'm 42.
0: So, can I ask you a question? Fake news with Ron. With all the fake news out there. Don't believe those eyes. It's on Shander to give it to you straight. Three stories, but only one is fake. True. I know it's a weird thought, but it's true. Can Shander spot the fraud? Here's Ron Culver. Friday.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been
3: a quiet day for you, man. I got so much I need to do. I'm trying to what's, get out of what's here. What's
1: going on here? Man? Are You're just, you just know, editing this show, this show editing so that show.
3: Not this show. James nah, I, I'm not editing your show yet. No, I haven't even touched Jake's show yet. That comes after your show.
1: Well, I appreciate that.
3: I got a bunch of other shows. I just you know, just trying to trying to get what? stuff taken I care it was just of one show no I mean, man I, I mean there's three the sh- shows and- there's three shows that I lend my my vocals to but there's a whole slew of shows that I take care of okay just curious you know what's the job of me
1: I was just making sure you know I, I didn't say anything that you were either trying to distance yourself from so we you wouldn't get in trouble or well there's always totally
3: that I mean I'm always gonna do that don't don't you worry okay. I'll always try to distance myself from you
1: Um, Real quick, before we get out of here, there is bad news coming out of the state where you currently reside in. Okay. Actually, why don't I just say this real quick, and we'll talk about it before we get out of here. COVID hospitalizations in Texas are rising. Texans' own database shows more yesterday than any day since at least April 8th, besides May 5th to 6th. And then there's a discussion about MLB. This is from a Twitter account that I saw, Henry Schulman. Well, we'll talk about that. But Ron has stories that are fake.
3: That one's real. Or they're real. Well, and that one true. was fake. No, we no, never no.
1: know. This one is real.
3: That one was real. Well, let's see if we can get some get a fake story out to you. Aton, I'm ready. Aton. Yes. Did you know that the NCAA has a heart after all? I don't believe it. Fake news. I know. They granted a waiver to Arizona State punter Michael Turk. So he's allowed to return to school after he went undrafted this past uh, April. So he goes undrafted. He goes undrafted. Even hired an agent. but he, And he went undrafted. Petitioned the NCAA to say, hey. I went undrafted, weird set of circumstances. I wasn't able to work out for a team. So and the NCAA, the NCAA went, yeah, you know what? Special case. You're allowed to go back to college and play football.
1: Okay. Is this only a result of a special case? Meaning the NCAA has not drafted any legislation? Well, no, they like haven't
3: that. drafted any legislation, but this does set a precedent somehow, some way. You would think, but yeah, wouldn't and you the NCAA some... has always been one not to set a precedent, no matter what. Correct, but wouldn't you think? You could have a that... dying grandfather. You can't go back and be near him. That, that's the thing, though. The only precedent
1: that's set here is COVID-related, right? So you can't just say that you stubbed your toe or something, or you know, you locked yourself out of your house for six months, right?
3: Yeah, and have they done in the past where it's like, no, no, you can't come back. Uh, you know, just trying really hard work out next year.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, and then maybe people are looking at it thinking, come on, we can't keep this kid out. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Think about it. Let him go back to school. It took the world stopping on its access, Ron Culver, for the NCAA even contemplate that. You want me to believe that there is true change coming from this organization?
3: The NCAA has a heart. That's a tough one to believe. Even if we weren't doing fake news, (laughs) this is a tough one to believe. (laughs) All right. Uh, Story number two. A woman berates a mother for allowing her young son to drive a toy car without a license. How can you get in trouble for driving a toy car without a license? I'm just saying. Wait. How much trouble is she in? Oh, no. She just yelled at her. She's out there for a walk and just yelling at her like these kids are driving without a license. Wait, okay. I'm, I thought she was like in legal trouble. No, no. Well, we don't know yet. Maybe. Somebody's filing
1: a lawsuit or somebody is just yeah. complaining. Is there a... Is, Once any, old lady sees video going viral. All right. So let's start over here. There is a woman with a kid and the kid is driving a toy car. Yeah. Now, is this like one of these...
3: Like one of those big like, electric, you know, power those wheels. Big wheels? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You got a power wheel so bet right? Big wheels. What do they call them?
3: Well, I didn't. I didn't. They didn't have those back then.
1: No, you had back to do the Flintstone
3: age. method. I, I had just... to do it myself. But exactly. I've. I, we do have. Uh, we had an Escalade for my oldest. that went down to my second, and then my youngest now has a Lightning McQueen power wheel car.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, he's awesome.
1: I do like that.
3: Bullet. What's that?
1: Is that from the? You said Steve McQueen. Bullet?
3: No, Lightning McQueen.
1: Oh, light. I don't know what that
3: is. Cars. Cartoon. Disney. Ah, the got movie. It, got it. It, I'm sure
1: that's based off of the real Steve McQueen, though,
3: right? Uh, I don't know. I what do you bet... think? Do you think Owen Wilson is like Steve McQueen?
1: Yeah, Owen Wilson is, is terrible. I, I can't watch Owen.
3: Well, he's, he's, uh, he's the voice of Lightning McQueen.
1: Yeah, I could see them doing that. I mean, what an insult to Steve McQueen and that movie Bullet, which has probably the most famous car chase in the history of cinema, right?
3: Ah, and Bullet? I don't know. I mean, that's definitely... I mean, it's one of... It's up there.
1: It's up there. All right. You know, my
3: my go-to bar, the one I think about quickly would be like uh, French Connection. Yeah. That is a good one. Okay. All right. Story number three. China just might be embroiled in another cover-up. This time it's an oil spill and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher the name of this province. Watch this. Xinjiang province is it an X yeah okay yeah they, they pronounce that G right right J Ji I don't know but yeah it's uh up there they didn't they didn't report it right away and then they waited now, like two days wait a
1: second you, you seriously they didn't report it right away um, now I'm shocked
3: yeah Oof. But I guess uh it's from a uh, a nickel plant, I think that's what it? a nickel a nickel and palladium producing plant I don't know,
1: yeah, yeah, that makes sense, so it's not the Yangtze
3: river no no no, no, I don't know I'm trying to find the river name. I couldn't find it, okay, but it's the the province was Z- and it's this is like and a- yeah, it's not it's not the yellow river, it's not the uh Yangtze river, not the okay. main rivers it's like some other river but I guess it, it's an ecological disaster that's causing issues, and China just was like, mm, "That didn't happen."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that. To the point now, how bad and, and severe this thing is, and the long-lasting effects, and if another country—well, we'll, we'll have
3: to wait and see on that yeah. one, won't we? Well,
1: yeah, we've already been through that.
3: <laughs> I don't. I'm hoping it's not Wuhan bad. No, me neither. I don't think it's Wuhan bad, so. All right, so let's look at this. I think making it easy for you on a Friday. I feel like story two is fake. Do
1: you want to recap? No, we don't have time. We have Anthony coming up next. Anthony Gilbert, hoop mag. I say story two is fake. You say story two is fake? Yeah, I believe story three to be the true story one. There's there's just some there's just a small ring to it that I could believe. Well, story two. They're playing. That's what the park
3: is for. I never saw a car in here before.
1: It's a, it's a power wheel car,
3: It doesn't bother me. Of course. <laughs> what bothers me is you a little I'm glad you said story, <laughs> too. This makes functions. this part a lot better. You're not with him. It's not a real car. All right, we're going to have to
0: play that before we leave. <laughs> Anthony Gilbert next.
3: And then we're going to have to
1: dive deeper into that audio. What the hell was going on there? Yay!